Hello there. Welcome back to me, I guess, and to you, to the Oblivious Maximus podcast. I have been not doing this, obviously, for quite a while now, um, for no real reason other than I've been living a normal life. Let's give an update on the last three months of me not doing this. Last podcast I did was with Luke LeMay from Gorguts. It was fucking unreal. Please go listen to it if you want to. <clears throat> then I went to America. When I went to America, I was going to do some podcasts. But when I got over there, I had a lot of fun with my friends and I got drunk and I went to shows and did another friend's podcast, Colin uh, Young from Twitching Tongues, who has been on this podcast twice before does a podcast called Real Deal. Um, I did an episode of that, so go check that out if you want to hear me talk. Um, and I was going to do some while I was over there, but I just got caught up in having fun, so I didn't. That may seem like a terrible business decision, I guess, to some people, but at the end of the day, I had a fucking blast. So I had no time to do a podcast. So, you know... I'll probably do it again sometime. Um, and then when I got home, I just worked tapes and did some stuff with Mental Cavity, band I'm doing. That's sort of filling the gap of I Exist while I Exist takes a little breather. We recorded a record, which will come out at some point soon. I planned some shows with Year of the Rat, so check out Mental Cavity and Year of the Rat. I'm doing that still. Um, and I got a dog, so that's been consuming all of my life having a puppy and uh yeah now i'm here so i haven't been doing a podcast just been chilling and then the other day i got asked to do a podcast and i thought what better way to come back than having a chat with someone who sounds really cool in a band that's really cool um so today's episode my return after three months um is with tommy sloan from bat piss um, Bat Piss are a really cool band, have been around for quite a while, obviously. And to me, not someone who's, you know, I've seen them a bunch of times and heard them a bunch or whatever, but I'm not sort of, um, involved that much with the goings on of their music. It's sort of peripheral to me, but <clears throat> they're very good. And I sort of know them in my mind as like, if you think of the tote, you think of Bat Piss because they play there all the time and some of them work there and that's where I've seen them play. <laughs> that, that's sort of ingrained in my mind. So when um, I hooked up to do this with Tommy the other day, um, we couldn't do it at my house because of this friggin' puppy. Her name is Mabel. She's lovely, but she pisses everywhere and barks a lot and it's hard to do a podcast with that. But me and Tommy went and recorded this in the beer garden at the Tote. How fitting for a podcast with Bat Piss. Um, but yeah, we talked about growing up in Goulburn, playing in a band in Melbourne, traveling around Australia, listening to dumpy, grungy, punk and hardcore and metal and stuff. And, you know, we sort of had a common upbringing. And yeah, it was really cool to talk to Tommy. And this is a really cool way to get back into doing this podcast for me. I'm going to try and sort of launch it back up again now and try and start doing it regularly again because uh, doing this really reminded me uh, how much fun I have doing it. And 
I don't know, as much as who knows who's listening to this or who cares, but this is fun for me and I really like it. So thanks to Tommy and thanks to Beck from Death Proof for teeing this up because, uh, yeah, I had fun doing it. It reminded me why I started doing it in the first place. And, you know, it seems weird to have like a slump after only doing 60-something episodes, but, you know, it's a hard slog doing all the things you do in your life and then trying to fit in just talking to people and recording it. It's fucking, you know, can be arduous. Hey, there's a bark from a dog. Good one. Listen to her. Um, But anyway, so yeah, I had a good time doing this. Enough of this sappy part. But yeah, so this is uh, episode 66 with Tommy from Bat Piss. Um, Their new album, Rest in Piss, just came out the other day. They're touring in August. Go to their Facebook and check out the dates. Also, just go and check out the record. It's fucking cool. I'm into it. Um, So yeah, please enjoy Oblivious Maximus, episode 66 with Tommy Sloan from Bat Piss. Fucking brutal. Tommy, thanks for doing my podcast. No worries, bro. This is the first one I've done in fucking ages, so <laughs> excuse me if I'm rusty. I also have a cold. So. Yeah, I think I, mine just hit today. <laughs> it's fucked. I thought I had hay fever. So we'll be sniffling the whole way through this, which would be great for anyone listening. Yeah. Um, so I start all these off by asking people primarily how they first got into music. What was uh, like the kickoff point for you? The kickoff point was I think uh, watching like heaps of skate videos Mm -hmm. uh, just listening to like the punk bands and stuff on that yeah and uh, my friend actually my best friend uh, he got a guitar his parents bought him a guitar and yeah I was like, well, fuck, I want a guitar because, you know... (laughs) My best mate's got a guitar. what am I going to (laughs) do? I'm not going to fucking watch you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I I think I hounded mum and dad to get a fucking guitar and they eventually got me one. And And what sort of music were you listening to when that was happening? Um, And how old were you? uh, I think we would have been, like, 14. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to heaps of like Pennywise and things yeah, like that. Great, good way to start. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, yeah, sort of once I think pop punk came out and it was just shit. Like, yeah, I wasn't angry enough, and then I didn't really have none of my mates were into metal, so I didn't find metal till later as well. But yeah, but when I when I heard uh, like the Sex Pistols, mm-hmm. my my dad's. Uh, friend came around one time and he said he found this record uh, it's the Sex Pistols Never Mind the Bollocks out at the the tip yeah it's just this record sitting on he's like do you know who this is and I was like nah he's like oh just listen to it if you want yeah and then yeah I got dad to chuck it on and I was like fuck this is awesome yeah that's sick yeah it's really funny because I think a lot of like I guess people that end up playing music that's not like I don't want to say like like not like hyperly overproduced and things like that there's always like a turning point where you hear something like that like, like just before we started recording talk, talking about I Hate God like I remember the, the first time I ever heard them was like right when I was 
sort of that age and at the time I was listening to like you know Pantera and just like yeah. the most popular metal bands ever yeah. and then I heard I Hate God and I was like oh this is like that's how good at a guitar I am like, <laughs> yeah yeah like, totally right. I'm sloppy too and like yeah. I like it when it sounds kind of shit exactly <laughs> like, yeah they're the good ones and it's weird when like or at least for me it was really weird going from listening to stuff that was like super super well produced to then going to things like that and then like that was the thing that clicked with me yeah and I think that's what ends up like pushing you into finding all the other shit as well absolutely like, yeah cause you know, when I started too it was you know you wanted to like be really fast on guitar like yeah. palm muting and all that kind of stuff but then when you hear like the really shitty recordings like when I had the misfits as well like yeah. I was like whoa like that is <laughs> fucking terrible but that is so cool yeah like, I loved it I loved the sound because it was it sounded like shit and yeah like that was like who cares I want to play this because yeah. I can play this yeah. <laughs> well that's I think a lot of it comes as well like for me it was all about like well I'm capable physically capable of doing this lazy but then also like I really loved like the attitude of you know, I guess, again, it's, like, part and parcel of being that age. But, like, you know, like, there's a band called I Hate God. Yeah, like, right. that is so sick. <laughs> it's like, you know, fuck. Like, I cannot wait to argue with my mum about that shit. <laughs> and I'm still doing it, too. <laughs> you know, like... Nice. But, like, it's... That's one of those things for me, like, I think, you know, I look back now and, uh, as an adult and I still love them or whatever. And But, like, I look back at it and I'm like, that was really, like... That was so much of that was tied up in me, like being a yeah. kid. Yeah. But, like, that's great at the same time, you yeah. know? Like, and it's cool when you grow up as well, and it's still just as good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that's, that's the real <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that, and that too is like a lot of how I think my biggest issue with a lot of people in terms of playing music, I suppose, and starting bands and shit is like, and it always has been is like people not recognizing or not like like ripping off the wrong things has always been like really yeah. dry to me and those are the bands that always last the shortest period of time and yeah they don't like maybe they have like real a lot of success in like a really small window yeah and like, they're not heard of anymore yeah but if you're not like taking influence from like the core of it you're just getting like the third breath anyway uh, absolutely you know? that's yeah, like, I mean, you're going to listen to music and it's going to influence, yeah. you know, you in some way yeah. when you write. But, I mean, like, to find yourself, your own sound in, in all that as well, like, that's mm. how... There there are a lot of the bands that last, like, because, well, you know, they're making their own shit up. Like yeah, yeah. And it, there's no... You can't pinpoint or judge them in, like, oh, they sound, like, too much like this band. But, yeah, yeah. But they, yeah, they put their own thing on it, which is cool. Yeah. So, um, like, again, before we recorded, you were saying um, you, you grew up in Goulburn. Yeah. What was it like? I know growing up in Canberra, very close. Like, <laughs> it's not exactly, like, bursting at the seams oh, with no, no. content <laughs> to lap up. <laughs> like, oh, it was fucked. It was like, because uh, I, I grew up skating and stuff, and it was like, you know skaters versus jocks yeah basically and like they just want to fucking punch on no yeah. matter what and so <laughs> you know a lot of it was yeah punching on with footy players and 
getting our asses kicked and kicking some fucking ass as well. I mean, we get Great. every now and then, you know, you'd get one. You'd <laughs> you be like, get one fuck winning. yeah, <laughs> fuck that cunt. Got yeah. him. But, um, yeah, it was, I mean, there wasn't much going on. There's a, there was a, a, a good skate park got built when I was in my later teens, which is yeah. unfortunate. We had like a shitty, like a tiny, small, shitty fucking ramp. Yeah. But we used to do day trips to Canberra, actually. Yeah. Because they always had fucking awesome parks up there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Goldwyn was hard to to grow up in, I reckon. Like, yeah. It was just... I don't Did know. you have, like, a like the friends you were growing up with, were they sort of into the same yeah, stuff as you? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah, we had, had groups. Found your little crew or whatever. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, and I, I think that that was something that, like... And I, yeah, the experience for me was like when I was in school, I had like my five mates and then those five mates, we were all in the first band together. <laughs> like, and <laughs> yeah, then yeah, like yeah. when we got to the next point in school, like I met five more mates and then like <laughs> I was in a band with them and yeah. the other ones were gone. Yeah. And then like, that's sort of how it turned and turned until I became an adult basically. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Yeah. It's funny how you... You sort of evolve through people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. We left you behind, but thanks for getting us here. Yeah. Um, so how long did you stay in Goulburn till? When did you leave? Uh, I left school in year 11. Yeah. And then I had some older friends who, they moved to Wollongong to, yep. like, do uni and shit. Mm-hmm. And so I left home at 17 after... A lot of convincing. Yeah. <laughs> Mum and dad are like, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm out of here. I can't fucking live here anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I went up and lived with my friends in Wollongong for like a year. Just ended up just on the couch at first and then like someone moved out. So I uh, took a room up there and I got a job washing cars at this like shitty car park. Yeah, right. I loved, which was so cool. Because yeah. I have a, you know a real sick car came in you had to like once you like wash it you had to drive it around the block to like put it in the the back of the car park yeah so sure you're getting like these Porsches in and shit I'm like <laughs> fuck yeah hooded them around yeah it was fucking That's funny sick. um the ones like uh, the ambulances used to come in too uh, to the mechanic there and get serviced and uh this one time like the mechanic was busy as fuck and he had like an apprentice who was like my age and he was like can you just drop this ambulance back to the fucking hospital <laughs> we're like yeah no worries mate <laughs> and like so we're in there we're like we gotta put the fucking lights on man. you got you it know? yeah <laughs> we put the lights on and the car's just you know parted and we're just like driving up feel like kings oh dude it was fucking awesome that's so sick yeah but then, um, yeah, so there was there for about a year and then moved to Airlie Beach mm-hmm. up in Queensland. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, partied too much. As you do. Yeah, we were living you in live a, near a beach. Yeah, <laughs> we, were, we were living in a car park for like oh, three months. In a va- I had a van. Yeah. It was really cool. And then, uh, yeah, we were basically, we were the sketchiest fucking kids, dude. Like, yeah. we... We used to like rob uh, backpacker hostels for food and shit. Just say we had some. Like we had no jobs. <laughs> we'd be like, uh, so we'd smoke heaps of weed. So we'd go to the dealer, 
and tick up the 50. Yeah. And then half that 50, so we could have half. And then the other half, we'd halve that yeah. and sell it, <laughs> each of them for 25 bucks each. <laughs> So these backpackers go, oh, that's how it is up here, mate. You oh, know, like, so take rough, it or man. leave it. Yeah. So they'd always pay it. So that way we could pay the dealer back and still, yeah. like, get stoned. And then go, yeah, rob the food out of the hostels. <laughs> we, were, we were shitty, shitty bastards. A real elaborate plan yeah. you had there. Yeah. Well, street smarts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You learned these things living in a van. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, then we... I moved back to Goldman actually when I was about 20 and yeah. I started a band there with some friends mm-hmm. and my brother and then uh, that came down to Melbourne. We were yeah. like, fuck it, let's go play music. You know, this is where you play music? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Melbourne's a place. We're going to be huge. Yep. Everyone thinks that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone from Goulburn and Canberra yeah. thinks we're you gonna do We're going to go that. down there. We're going to kill it. We're the best band in Goulburn. <laughs> We're going to fucking destroy Melbourne. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it didn't happen. <laughs> and yeah. uh, friendships were lost. And uh, we all went, well, not all of us. Uh, we, yeah, just, you know, went separate ways. And Yeah. And so, like, throughout all this, were you, like, you know, obviously moving Wollongong and then going up, to the up to Queensland and stuff was how was like your taste in music developing as that happened yeah then it was just punk and hardcore was yeah just, I didn't give a fuck about anything else it was just it was angry I liked it yeah yeah and and uh yeah just sort of I, didn't, I wasn't playing music yep uh I was just listening to the shit that just to G me up yeah yeah just skate and uh yeah when I went back I was like oh, I want to get back into playing and stuff so yeah sort of yeah did that and was it hard to get back into playing music does that did you need to like find your feet again do it not really because it was uh it's so like it's so easy to be bored in Goldwood yeah so nothing yeah. to do and we're like <laughs> fuck what are we doing man like I can't just smoke bongs and play fucking video games all day let's <laughs> play some fucking music yeah so yeah we just yeah did that and <coughs> Yeah, we just decided uh, this town still sucks, so let's fuck off. Yeah. Down, we had some friends down here, and just thought, yeah, I'll come down and see what happens. Hmm. Living in a, I think, first place I lived was in a pub for like six or seven months. Yeah. In Preston, called the Stolberg. Okay. Oh yeah, up on the corner on Bell Street. Yeah. Yep. Fuck. Really. Ripper looking place. Oh man. <laughs> It was so fucking bad. I cannot imagine living there. The people that live there too were just oh, wow. like these. Is there lots of accommodation there? There's, oh, there probably would be, maybe, fifteen or fifteen wow. to twenty rooms upstairs. You would not look at that place and think people live there. No, <laughs> and they shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a uh, it was a very interesting time. And, yeah, uh, right. But then yeah, I met some people and. They're like, come and move in now, Jane. So, what was it? So, I know for me, like, I mean, had you come down to Melbourne before that? Like, had you been down for shows or anything before that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I used to come down. I had, like, friends that lived down here and I'd come and crash at their yeah. place for a while. It was actually probably about 13 years ago now, I think. Yeah, right. And, uh, 
they were living in Inkerman Street in St Kilda uh-huh. and so like we'd we'd walk up that to uh, go to the ESPY yep. when the ESPY was pretty cool yep ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> back then yeah yeah right <laughs> remember those yep and it was like uh, but the walk was great too because you you got Inkerman turned into uh, Grey Street which is like where all the prostitutes and stuff hung out and, you know that was all so so, foreign so wild yeah, for a like, boy whoa. from Goulburn yeah yeah wow there's hookers here cool <laughs> but um yeah we, we used to see some sketchy stuff over there but um, yeah. it, was, it was I loved it yeah yeah well I mean I think that's also like it's one of those things too when you listen to punk and hardcore and stuff and you listen to like grubby music you just get interested and intrigued by like weird shit weird gross shit yeah but like Maybe normal people don't like. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> normal people are the scary ones. They're the fucked up ones. Yeah, yeah. I always think like, what do you guys talk about when you go home? <laughs> work. Work. The yeah. weather. <laughs> are all your mates from work? Because that sucks. Like. Master Chef. Oh, they only gave it four out of ten today. This Fuck consumes all my shit. life. Oh, I might go get some Maccas in the break, so let's... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, when, when I... What were, like, the shows and things you were going to when you were down here? Uh, I went to a lot of shows at the Art House. Um, there used to be a Sydney band that used to, I used to love uh, called Irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Do you yep. remember them? Yep, I do. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, that was sort of more on, like, I guess the screamo kind of shit, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, I remember I remember going to one of their shows once, and it got real loose, and this dude like punched this guy in the face, and all this <laughs> shit went down. Like that real was real shock to the system. Yeah, I was like, what? But like, because we used to go up to Sydney heaps too, like to the Gaelic Club and Annandale. And, yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, well, I think we had a similar thing. Like, I mean, playing growing up, you know, obviously more into like metal and stuff, but like. We used to catch the bus from Canberra to Sydney to go to like, to go to like see Cannibal Corpse at the Gaelic Club and yeah, shit like yeah, that. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah. And then, you know, when I started playing music, we would come down here and play shows. And like the first show, like the first like proper show, I think like I played some rehearsal rooms and house shows and shit like that. But like the first proper show I ever played in Melbourne with like a hardcore band was with Mind Snare at the art house. Oh, awesome. And it was just like... That's like perfect. Well, yeah. And then like after <laughs> that, I was like, oh, so that's what shows are like. And then, you know, yeah. then it took like three more goes of going like, that's not what every show is like. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> but like, like, I just remember that that experience, you know, similar thing where like, you know, I love Mind Snare, obviously growing up and, but hadn't seen them that much because they never really came to Canberra. Like yeah. I'd only seen them a couple of times and then... <clears throat> but when you know I, we played that show I just remember thinking like this is the greatest thing like why does anyone do music anywhere else yeah, and yeah. like it, and then like obviously living here for a while now like you see the ups and downs of that and you can see like you know there's not every show like there's quite a lot of shows that four people are at and uh, oh, yeah, you're totally. playing to the other bands and shit but like at the same time still that being said like every one in five is like a fucking ripper absolutely isn't it like yeah it's it's strange like what i found was what was really cool about melbourne was um, (coughs) when 
you could like especially moving into like Collingwood yeah um, basically from like Monday to fucking Sunday you, there's, you can watch basically nearly any kind of genre yeah any night of the week yeah like it was just like and and quality stuff too like it yeah. was whether you know like no one's watching or like there's a full room like it was always interesting uh, yeah just like the quality of tunes like and like there's no competition between you know bands and stuff well like, there's, and there's almost not a need to because yeah why what do you have to compete for yeah like there's fucking like I, I remember a little while ago like a, a couple of years ago now but we did an I exist show here for something I can't remember what someone was like oh fucking hell man there's like King Parrot playing here that night and someone else playing there that night and like those venues are all really close and I was like it probably won't matter yeah like it'll be fine yeah there's enough people that like that music for it to be fine and it was fine yeah and then you know after it we got drunk and went and saw the people from the other show and, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, you know and right. it was like yeah. that like that being said like even like right you know we're sitting at the tote right now and like yeah. the Bendigo's just down there and like how many nights is there shows on at these two venues where the bands probably have like a pretty large crossover yeah but the show's always fine absolutely and they're always sick it's like, basically every weekend yeah it's the same yeah it's like <laughs> and even with Old Bar just up the road yeah. too like it's you know Johnson Street's so good for that yeah it's those, those venues those shitty rock and roll dive bars which are the best yeah best people too like yeah you know it's very rarely you you know see an absolute cock stain and like he's pissing yeah. everyone off well that, that's the other thing too I think and, and it's like certainly obviously punk and hardcore and metal and whatever has it's fair share of fuckheads but at the same time like playing this music and being a part of this sort of stuff is where I've seen the least amount of like you know like still every time you go to a pub just to watch the footy or whatever you're yeah. far more likely to see yeah like something blow up or someone be a dickhead yeah totally and like because it's competition it's like fuck that yeah <laughs> yeah and like I mean I think I think yeah I mean at the end of the day like it's it's funny too like if you I've noticed you know a couple times in my life where I've had like a little spell because of like simply because like circumstance of going away or doing something I've like haven't gone to shows in a while or like haven't gone to the pub I usually go to in a while yeah. and then when you go back it's like oh this is fucking unreal like why <laughs> yeah, yeah. why have I spent like the last couple of weekends doing whatever boring shit that I've been doing yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know like that can't be the same for everybody like obviously people come and go from this sort of stuff but I feel like for me like if it was gonna happen it would have happened by now yeah like I'd be over it by now yeah (laughs) totally I still would be getting like excited about going to bars (laughs) yeah that that I've played before and then I've you know like I'm kind of like I feel like I can't wait for that day where I don't want to go to the bar anymore (laughs) because I'm like my my body just (laughs) fucking hates me and you have to say hangovers are getting worse and worse oh, fucking ace. every week that's so bad and like yeah just yelling at the toilet's just not worth it it's just like man I just yeah can't I, keep I bet, doing this but yeah but it's like I'm a sucker for miss out on a good time yeah 
it's like, man, I have to fucking go and see this shit. Yeah. And then that means I'm going to get fucking drunk, probably. <laughs> People are going to give me things. Well, that, that was like the other week my girlfriend was saying how a couple weeks ago I was like, you know, similar to right now, like had a cold and I was like jamming cold and flu tablets while drinking a beer on the way to go to a show. And she's like, why are you going? Like, what are you... Why do you why do you want to go? And I was like, because like it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna see people. It's like yeah. I've already like told people I've gone. I want to go. <laughs> and then the next day, like, just felt like absolute hell yeah, the whole yeah, day. Yeah. And then just kept doing it yeah, like, every <laughs> week. Just the same thing. Like, <laughs> it's fucking weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's fucking great though. It is, and it's like a weird. It's a weird thing where like even though it's like an obsession and it's bizarre. I still feel like you get value out of it because I think the other thing is like you get stories and you get these experiences and you see different people every time and like (laughs) I think that's that's the other difference from like I I think like coming down here uh, as well is like you go to different things and see different people yeah whereas and not that it's a bad thing but like in Canberra at least for me my experience with it was like you just go to this shows even if it's like different bands different styles of music but you go with the same people yeah and you you know it's, it's in the community. same places yeah, like yeah. it's not it doesn't vary and you don't sort of mix it up that much but yeah I, I think like Melbourne's the place for like a lot of people like us where yeah from different places yeah where you know we all come here for that so yeah and like I think like most of my friends who I see all the time here aren't from Melbourne. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, uh, it's very all, rare that you yeah. meet it born and bred in Melbourne. <laughs> like, really? That's weird. <laughs> Where did you live, <laughs> yeah, man? Yeah. Fucking yeah. get out of here. <laughs> but it's also like, actually, no, you don't get out of here. This, yeah, this place, this place is, right. is awesome. <laughs> yeah. um, so to focus up the podcast, yep. how, how did Bat Piss come about for you? Um, me and Marty... Uh, Marty's our drummer mm-hmm. we actually grew up in Goulburn yeah uh, we didn't know each other in Goulburn wow how is this yeah um, I knew his older brother Tom um, sort of like we weren't friends I just he was like the really weird goth at school <laughs> so everybody knew him you had to know him yeah yep. <laughs> and uh, I think I was in year 7 or 8 or something and they moved to Canberra yeah and I think we, me and Marty reconnected uh, all connected um, here at the Tote yeah right he was working here and uh, I ran into his brother Tom in Canberra actually and I said what are you doing and he's like I'm working in, at the Tote in Melbourne <coughs> I was like oh I'm moving to Melbourne like can you get us a job yeah and he's like oh, I don't know maybe yeah and then I moved down here and months later and I got this message from Tom saying, do you want to work at the Tote? It's like, yeah, fucking oath. And uh, that was before it closed and I was just doing glassy yep. back when the Tote had a glassy, which I find really weird. <laughs> but it was busy. Yep. I remember it being busy. And uh, and then I, I met Marty. Yep. And again, we're like, whoa, fuck, we, were, we come from the same place, but That's this bizarre. is weird. Yeah. we became good mates and uh, then we we started a band with uh, two of his other friends uh, 
uh, we were called Deadocracy, uh-huh. and it was just like a thrash punk st- band. I played guitar. Yeah. And we did three shows and broke up because the singer and bass player had a fight or something, and we were like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's, Jeez. Yeah, that sucks because yeah. it was really fun. Yeah. And yeah, we were like, fuck, we should keep playing, you know? Yeah. And uh, I was like, yep, I don't know who's going to play guitar. <laughs> it's going to be Paul Peary. Because I <laughs> lived with Paul. Yeah. Uh, when I moved out of the pub it was the the random share house I moved into he was living there and like he would be up at night doing all this art shit I'd be smoking bongs you know just going whoa that's cool you know (laughs) (laughs) and we used to talk about how we should start a band one day and uh, we never did it was just shit talking you know (laughs) And so yeah. when me and Marty needed a guitarist, he was really because he's a really good guitarist. Um, yeah, I sent him a message saying, "Oh, we've started this band, and you're going to play guitar." And he was just like, "Yep, cool, I'm in. Yeah, Let's have a jam." And uh, yeah, we started jamming here when the when the pub wasn't open, and that's yeah, that's how we started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what what sort of like what was like the the main spark or influence I guess for Baptist when you started um it was just cause we were all into different stuff like I was heaps into like off at the time yeah and uh Marty's uh you know he's Canberran as well yes Golden Canberran he loved his metal yep it's all about as we do like, yeah 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 <laughs> he loved uh what was that awesome Canberran band uh not pod people they were great yep uh alchemist yep yeah fantastic so, oh band. man that's so good <laughs> space metal yeah dude gotta do it yeah and uh, so i was listening to heaps of that with him yep and paul like he he loved the blues like yep. he's just played we would either play blues or lag wagon and it was like don't fucking play lag wagon <laughs> play the blues yeah. shit yeah <laughs> and um yeah it was just like a, a mash of uh different influences I guess yeah and then we sort of started finding our own sound through that yeah and do you, do you find that like I think a, a big thing for me particularly with that exists at least was like when we started the band it was yeah a similar thing like everyone listened to different shit so it ended up just being this weird mishmash of what everyone liked yeah and then as a you know develop that you obviously just start influencing yourself and you're just trying to be better than the last thing you did or whatever yeah but do you, did you find that, like, like I mean, I, I guess a thing that I would identify with Bat Piss is, like, a truly, like, Melbourne pub band. Yeah. Like, and, like, you know, I don't think that would be too far from the experience that the band's had. But oh, absolutely. Has that been, do you think that's been a part of what's influenced the music? Oh, I reckon for sure. Oh, definitely with the, the whole Melbourne sound thing, man. Like, yeah. it's something that I've always... Uh, loves and come to experience more like you can tell a Melbourne band I feel like yeah. they, they have a it's there's it's kind of reminds me of the weather it's like this gloomy gloominess about it like it's you know that's there's just those chords or like there's just like there's a wrong note in there somewhere yeah, yeah. like that's I don't know it, it just feels <coughs> cold and 
dark, which I really dig. Was there like Melbourne bands that when you guys first started playing or continue to that influence you a lot? Yeah, uh, the the Stabs yep. were a really fucking big one for me. Uh, yeah, they were they were great. They just had this real like sloppy, don't give a fuck, yeah. but their own sound. Like it was really cool. Um, always love the Nation Blue as well. Yeah, like Tom Tom Lincoln's guitar is just I don't know. It just anything he does on a guitar, <laughs> I love. It's a ripper. Yeah. yeah. And um, there was there there's a lot of bands that played at the Tote because like yeah just working here was uh, a major uh, part of you know meeting people and yeah finding music that you never knew existed yeah and, like, well just, and particularly fucking jamming here as well like yeah being a part of how it all sort yeah. of came together yeah absolutely like we recorded our first album upstairs yeah see just live and stuff which was cool yeah um and then yeah like we still have never paid for a rehearsal in our whole that's thing. a huge achievement <laughs> yeah like uh we still jam here on the like when the pub's not open yeah uh when we, when we can marty still paints the walls yeah like so he's got the key <laughs> <laughs> thanks and, guys yeah yeah so it's like and they're cool with it too. I think we've been doing it for that long now. They're just like, yeah. You guys just these do guys it. Yeah. Are sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sick. Yeah. So what? What's sort of like the? I guess what's like the vibe or, you know, the the influence on the new record? Like, what what came about with that? Well, this one we wanted to do like, it different to the previous two. Like the previous two were, we record it live. Yep. And we wanted to to come across we wanted to sound we wanted it to sound like we do live sure with this one it was like with rest in piss was let's not do that like let's make a like a nice sounding record and then we can worry about the you know the doing it live later yeah yeah sure yeah and so this time we spent you know I think eight days on it like yep. over a couple of months um and was it weird for you being in the band that had done everything live before going to doing it in a it felt way better oh it, really yeah 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 it felt um just more stress free and like having we'd never had the producer and stuff properly sure and we had Gaz um from the drones doing it yeah. and he he'd drop in like all these really cool, uh, you know, suggestions that we weren't thinking of. Yeah. At the time, and like, it was, you know, he'd be like, "Here, use this fucking weird pedal, or yeah. have a jam with that," and that that opened up different uh, like avenues of where we wanted to go sonically. Yeah. Like, and. Do you find you were writing stuff in the studio as well? Or was everything? Yeah, ready yeah, yeah. It was yeah, totally <coughs> written, basically, you know, half and half. Yeah. Like we had a nice set, slight idea of some songs. Yeah. That we're going, but uh, a lot of it was, yeah, just in the studio, which was really fun. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah. Um, 
And what sort of like, what's the plans for, for you guys for, you know, when the record, obviously it comes out in a couple of days, it'll probably be out by the time this this goes on the internet. Yeah. But, so <laughs> fucking go and get it. Um, but what, what's like the plan for you guys moving forward with it? Um, yeah, just do this like tour. Yeah. Um, I think we got another tour coming up through October and November. Yeah, sick. Um, and we might do one more in summer. Yeah. And then probably like Marty's a dad as well, so I mean like Got that stuff to do. Can't. No no <laughs> no it's good. Um but, you know, it's uh Yeah, he's gotta do that stuff and Yeah. It's probably good for us as well. But uh oh, we wanna write another album too, so yeah. we'll probably just sort of go with the flow and see what happens, I guess. Yeah, sick. I think that that's like another thing that's like one of the best parts about playing sort of that this type of music as well is that like the ability to just go like ah well we're done with yeah, that now let's yeah. do the next thing yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it's like yeah we don't need to adhere to something yeah, yeah yeah it's just we can do whatever the fuck we want yeah man. sick alright well I think that's pretty fucking good chinwag awesome man yeah thanks, thanks for talking with thanks me thanks for bloody having me no worries cheers cheers